Beside the crystal fountains, so come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains. Howdy folks, and welcome to this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio, your Silver Dollar City podcast, where we'll dive into the sights, the sounds, and the smells of the wildest park in the wilderness. I'm your host, Tanner Sublet, accompanied as always by Reese Tabor. Hello everyone. And you are listening to episode number six, where we'll be deep diving into Silver Dollar City's newest and extremely innovative roller coaster, The Time Traveler. We'll also be briefly discussing Reese and I's first trip to Silver Dollar City together of this year. So hop in your stagecoach. Maybe uh, leave your nearby kettle corn aside for this time, uh, just for the sake of everyone riding with you, and journey back with me to a less civilized time on this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio. In the late 1800s, Charles Henry acquires the family clockmaking business. Charles was inspired by the science fiction works of Jules Verne, so he set out to tinker with the idea of making the world a better place through the invention of time travel. In the accordance of his phrase, dream big, do good, Charles decides with his daughter to set out on an incredible adventure to change the world through time travel. Journey with us now as we travel along with Charles and Emmeline, his daughter, for this incredible, life-changing experience of time travel. At least that's what Silver Dollar City says is going on whenever you get on the queue and go on the ride of Time Traveler. As Tanner said, this is the newest thrill ride at Silver Dollar City. Originally opened up on March 14th, 2018, this ride quickly became one of the favorites and one of the most cherished rides at Silver Dollar City. At coming in at just under two minutes long, this roller coaster rockets out with a 10-story, 90-degree drop and tops out at about 50 miles an hour. There are two launches in this ride, but the most incredible thing about this particular roller coaster is that every single individual train car rotates the entire time you go on the ride. So every single time you take this journey back in time, it's a new, incredible experience. Tanner, I don't know about you, but Time Traveler is a ton of fun, but for me, spinning rides are not necessarily my thing, but this one was okay, and it did, it doesn't spin too much, but, um, man, Time Traveler, it, it is neat. As a roller coaster, as a thrill ride, it is something cool. Sure, and I, I personally, I love Time Traveler. I actually am fine with spinning rides, but it's funny that you say that you don't like spinning rides and you enjoy this one, um, because that That's is true. very purposeful. Um, and we'll yeah, get and, into that a little yeah. bit later, but 
um, sneak preview onto that, and this is actually something I didn't know. The engineers behind the Time Traveler uh, design actually created a really unique way to modify and, and to regulate how quickly the carts rotate. And I always thought that they they didn't rotate correctly. Like, I, I would watch the ride, I would try to understand, I, like, I'd follow the physics of it, and it just it never seemed to work just right. And the reason for that is, is because they designed it to be that way. So if they, if they hadn't have used those little tips, little, little tricks, those, uh, little fun things with physics, then the little spinning, um, teacup, as one of the uh, creators called it, um, would be a lot more, uh, spinny and a lot less, um, fun for some people like me who maybe aren't quite as fond of the, um, the spinniness. Um, spinning is fine. Uh, too much spinning, um, definitely does disagree with me. Um, just mm. in general. So. See, there you go. I, I'm the person on the teacups that gets everybody in and spins it until yeah, everyone is green. Which is why we don't ride the teacups together, Tanner. And I don't think mm. you will ever get me on the same teacup as you unless our little kids are in there and you're nice and you don't spin it fast for them. Oh, it's fair. You get in my teacup. It's fair game, sir. Mm. All right. Then I'm not going to get in your teacup. <laughs> hey, speaking <laughs> about teacups. What did we do this past weekend? Like, you, you, I know you, you gave a little, little sneak preview, but um, you and I and our wives and our little kids, we all had a, a fun trip down to Silver Dollar City together, and that was our first trip. So that was my wife and I's first trip this year. Tanner, um, was that trip number three for you that, so far? It was. It was trip yeah. number three. Well, so I will say, um, we live about an hour and 20 minutes away from, from Silver Dollar City. Tanner, you are significantly closer significantly and uh we do make good use of it so but it was a great time um we we have gone to silver dollar city many times together before but uh this was the obviously the first time since the beginning of the podcast so uh i i feel like there was a new appreciation for just like yeah gathering content and talking to people and getting fun facts and so uh it was a whole lot of fun i i really enjoyed it and of course the first thing that we did was go to the blacksmith of course, because I sat there I'm, for it, like 30 minutes. It was not. It was like seven or eight minutes. Mm. It was not that long. I promise. But it was fun. The The blacksmith was making a, a flower out of a steel rod, and he was just doing a really cool job with it. Taking this chunk of metal, pounding it out, making little leaves, and then boom, you got a flower. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Nothing against the blacksmith. I just know <laughs> that as soon as we walk up to the blacksmith, we're going to be there for a bit. So nothing wrong with that. It was all right. And then as soon as we got done with the blacksmith, we went over to the candy shop, and they had fresh candy. And oh. I don't think I'd ever had, what was it, honeycomb? Or not not honeycomb, fool's gold. Fool's gold. Fool's gold. My goodness. That changed my life in a very so, small way, but it did. If you if you've never had fool's gold before, um, basically it is. So think about peanut brittle. So it's peanut brittle just without the peanuts or kind of the, the really hard center. So it's kind of just it kind of melts in your mouth. Um, it's it's really very good. good. Very. So it's kind of like a, a fluffy caramel. Maybe the, the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. But like a fluffy, crunchy caramel. But not yeah. chewy. It's delicious. It was good. This is not describing it very well, but it was very, very good. So, and of course, we had to go to the glass blowing shop and walk oh, around yeah. there, and then the the pottery shop. So all all of the, the the fun shops. So for the first time ever in Silver Dollar City history, for me, I got to do a new ride. Um, 
which it was a ton of fun. Um, my child, Tanner, very I think first that's categorically attraction. false. Anytime you tried a new ride, even as a kid, that that was your first time trying that. Every ride for you, I there mean, was a first time. No, I, hey, I, you gotta let me get where I'm going here, Miss. <laughs> I this is the first time at Silver Dollar City that I have ever ridden the carousel. Um, and we took our my six and a half month old and your what nine month old nine month almost nine month old crazy we took them on the carousel and it was so much fun it was stinking adorable these it's two little really kiddos cute. were just like holding on to their uh your your Murray was on a um a bear, on a bear and Piper was on a, a little horse and they were just having a good old time Murray was like digging it he was like giddy up and, and trying to get the horse to go faster Piper wasn't he was. quite sure what was going on um so it was it was pretty fun so we did that ride and we did the flooded mine together so that was yes. a ton of fun you could hold the little ones while I did flooded mine and um my little my little um g- electronic laser gun thing wasn't working very well and so I, yes, I didn't get any of the the magic super Reese, secret score yeah, thing. Reese won't tell me how to get the million points or whatever so it's not it's not I'm fine with your There are take that, at Reese. least there are at least two hidden targets in the flooded mine that you can get a million points on or a hundred thousand, whatever the, the highest value is on those little, little laser guns. There are at least two. There may be more that I don't know about, but there are at least two. Mm. I will admit that was the first time I've ever ridden the flood in mine and actually not. Cause I was holding, I was holding Murray, um, who is my six and a half months now, seven month old. He, uh, he was in my lap. So we were not shooting anything, but we're instead just hanging out and riding the ride. And that was the first time I've ever done that, and it was a lot of fun. It was almost like riding Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney or something, because you got to just, like, enjoy the different scenes that you're normally shooting at. You don't normally pay attention <laughs> yeah. to what's going on. Uh, no. And there is an interesting story there, there that is. does, it was like, a lot develop. Of it, it, it's pretty fascinating. And I think if I, if I followed along right, the people who are trying to escape are dead in the end, and there are the the tombstones out in the water. Yeah, so didn't go well for them. I I don't I don't think it went well for them to escape the the prison. But and then of course we had to get some snacks. Uh, you guys got kettle corn. Oh you oh man. So they finished out. Tanner and Ken's had the 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 tasting passport. And another fun fact for you guys: if you didn't know about the tasting passport, you don't have to use it all in one day. You can use it over multiple days as long as you finish it up before the end of the, the festival. So Street Fest was still going on. A lot of good, fun food options. And um, they, uh, yeah, so if you didn't know that, you can use your your tasting passport over multiple trips. Yes, and we had the poutine kettle chips, and holy cow, it was good. I love poutine. I Anyways. actually went back and got a whole, you know, full you really? one of those. I did. Oh, yeah. it was very good. Oh, also, important note for you guys out there who like the petting zoo, the animals right now, so the, the park is closing at 6 during most days, the animals go back to the barn at 4. So if you want to go see the petting zoo, petting animals, they go in at 4. We went over mm-hmm. at 5, and they were gone, so it was a little sad. But Sorry, Reese. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Tanner, I had a good time. It was a blast. I had a great time. We also rode Wildfire, uh, which true. is... Just a fantastic ride. Um, but, nice short line. Yes. That was kind of our one. Since we had our both of our families with us, we didn't get to do, like, all the big bad rides. Um, 
but we picked one, and Wildfire was it. Because Wildfire, Wildfire is my favorite. I don't remember if I've said it on the show before, but Wildfire is my favorite. It's just a smooth ride. The cart is huge. So, like, if it's four across, and normally they've got two cars going, so they can shovel people through there. And, like, you can you can move a lot of people through the Wildfire line. So, normally it doesn't take very long. And yeah. it's just it's a fun ride. There's a, there's a lot I, of cool things. I'm going to be honest. I go back and forth between all four of the major rides. Oh, which one's my favorite? <laughs> really, like oh, Wildfire, Outlaw Run, Time Traveler, and Powder Keg. Like, I ride them, and I really can't decide which one's my favorite. I love all four in very different ways. So, Tanner, you just mentioned the very ride we're going to be talking about tonight. We're talking about Time Traveler. And so Time Traveler came out in 2018, which... Man, in my head, doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's actually coming up on the five-year anniversary of the the of ride coming out. So I remember when Wildfire was the new ride, and then hold on, no, I remember when Wildfire was a new ride. Then I remember when Powder Keg was the new ride, and now it's Time Traveler, and it's just it's it's neat kind of seeing the 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 park like continue to grow and continue to open and continue to to expand its um, its thrill rides because I mean really prior to to 15 years ago or I guess maybe around 20 years ago there really wasn't a lot of thrill rides or even like normal roller coasters I think prior to 2001 Thunderation was it as far as like roller coasters go and then Wildfire opened up in in 2001 and then powder keg was not terribly long um after that and then uh, i like i said i remember when powder keg opened up um powder keg was was 2005 and i remember it going out and like being one of the one of the first ones out there actually this is a real fun story and if we ever do a deep dive for powder keg i can go in this and talk more about this one but when I was in, in, in grade school, they did like a casting call for their commercials and the Silver Dollar City like invited families and kids out to the park when the park was closed and to shoot a commercial. And so we got to go into the park when the park was closed, go all the way back to Powder Keg. And unfortunately, the cameras weren't working that day, but like we all got free park tasks park passes about it. I've got like pictures of the park when it's just like completely empty, middle of the day, and it is just wild. It was like a surreal experience. So um, I can talk more about that later. But then we have five years ago, Time Traveler opens up, which is incredible and such a neat ride. But there's so many new things that, that came out with this ride. So with Powder Keg, it was compressed air. That was the big thing. That was the, like, they used humongous air compressors to do this really quick launch. But for Time Traveler, the big advance, and I guess the, the secret behind Time Traveler's unique design is magnets. So we're going to talk about magnets a lot with, with Time Traveler. I'm going to get real nerdy about magnets, so you better be ready for that. But Tanner, tell us about Time Traveler. What makes it so cool? Ooh, Okay. Before I get too far deep down into time travel, I do have to mention that you are correct that there were not many uh, roller coasters at Silver Dollar City pre-2001. However, there was one extreme thrill ride called Buzzsaw Falls. That was a roller coaster slash water ride, um, which really? sounds incredible and i'm very Man. sad that it's gone and i never got i've to do not it, even so. heard of this ride when 
was it Buzzsaw what? I believe it's called Buzzsaw Falls. Trying to figure out more information on it. I was trying to look it up while you were talking. But I remember, so uh, my dad tells stories about going to Silver Dollar City when he was a kid. Um, and he always talked about this ride that was super fun, um, and they don't have it anymore. So, yeah, Buzzsaw Falls. This was a roller coaster that incorporated a watertight boat for the vehicle. It opened in 1999. And closed and in 2003. And closed in 2003. Wow, it only ran for four years. There must have been some some pretty serious issues with the coaster if it only lasted think- for four years. I feel like it's probably kind of difficult to incorporate water and roller coasters without making it somewhat interesting. So we'll just leave it at that. But just know that there was another roller coaster at Silver Dollar City at one point in time. Interesting. That's kind of so crazy. So it was, it was where Powder Keg is. Yep. So Powder Keg is what replaced Buzzsaw Falls. Huh. So I go. wonder, so if, if you go through the queue of Powder Keg, there's a few, like, roller coaster lines that look like they've been blasted apart or, like, they just look like they're kind of just, like, hanging out. I uh-huh. wonder if, like, they re-repurposed some of the tracks and line from Buzzsaw Falls and just, like, used it as part of the, um, part of Powder Keg. Probably. But Very just wanted to throw that out there. Fun facts. Gotta, gotta love the fun facts. Okay, Reese, where were we? What am I talking about? <laughs> you were telling us how cool the Time Traveler ride is. Okay. Uh, time Traveler is awesome. So, I just want to briefly... I don't want oh, to dude, read. I was right! Hold on. I found a fun fact. Part of Buzzsaw Falls was kept and is now sitting on top of the roof of the queue for Powder Keg. I was right. That's awesome. That's okay. awesome. Thank you All for right. coming to my TED Talk. Someday we will do our research and do an episode on Buzzsaw Falls just for fun. Um, That'd be someday. fun. But right now we're talking about Time Traveler, the most innovative and newest ride, not ride, roller coaster at Silver Dollar City. So, like I said, I don't want to read a whole bunch. I don't like reading very much, but this is directly from the Silver Dollar City website. And if you've never done Time Traveler, I think this is a great just example of what it is. So, uh, Silver Dollar City says, prepare to embark on the ride of the century on the world's fastest, steepest, and tallest spinning coaster. So, it's not the fastest, steepest, and tallest roller coaster, but it is the fastest, steepest, and tallest spinning coaster, which is awesome. The $26 million record-breaking time traveler features three inversions, the most ever on a spinning coaster, including a 95-foot-tall vertical loop and two launches that sends riders to unprecedented speeds. A revolutionary coaster ahead of our time, Time Traveler defies the, lies, the, <laughs> defies the laws of gravity, <laughs> breaks speed barriers, and makes history while challenging the dreamer in all of us to dream big and do good. So there's just the that's the SDC description of it, which I actually think is pretty accurate. Like, it is pretty good. Yeah, that sums it up pretty well. Yeah. So if you've not done it before... Do it. It's incredible. Um, I can it, is, it is definitely a good one to do. It can seem a little scary, and for those of us like me who are not fond of the spinny rides, it can be a little intimidating. But as we're going to dive into a little bit um, further down the down the show, they do a pretty good job of making sure it doesn't just like spin you around like the spin cycle in a dishwasher. Because if you left unchecked, that's what right would happen. Round, baby, this thing is a dishwasher. Right round. I mean, a, a washing machine. Not dishwasher. Dishwashers really don't spin. Unless you're talking about the little, like, arm under the top row that, like, does spin and get... Never mind. Okay. Um, thank you for the the 
the little song there. So you Keener, just kept why on talking. Do we love, I did. Why do we love Time Traveler? Okay, so personally, I love Time Traveler for two reasons. One, reason number one, it's always different. Every time you ride that ride, it is different. Now, it's different it's in so a very good true. way, which we'll talk about, again, we'll talk about later why it's kind of, it's always different, but it's a good different. But personally, like, I just love that I can get on it anytime, and I, I know the gist of it, but it's always going to be a variation. It's never going to be the same. Reason number two, I love this queue. This is probably my favorite queue in Silver Dollar City. I it is it. a really so cool fun. queue. And I, as just like, personally, I love clocks and, and watches mm-hmm. and time and, and fun stuff like that. So there are some really, really neat aspects to the queue that make it a very, very fun experience. Because there are definitely sometimes you will wait an hour to an hour and a half or maybe two hours, depending on the day, to ride Time Traveler. But there's there's something fun to, to keep you engaged pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still a cute. You're still waiting in a line, but it is fun. They have music playing the entire time. It's instrumentals of clock-themed songs. So, like, you've got Clocks by Coldplay. You've got Free Fallen by Tom Petty. You've got, um... Leonard Skinner's Time After Time. Yeah, Time After Time. Uh, Rock Around the Clock by Bill Halley. So, there's, I mean, there's, there's some fun stuff, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a good time. Um, now, I will say, one um, caveat to the songs being fun. If you do decide to go ride this ride, which will this will, this will never happen again, but if you did decide to go ride this ride on opening day, um, like yours truly, and you wait in line for four hours for this ride, you hear... You get to hear the songs over the and songs over again. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, I... I uh, I like Coldplay. I've never disliked the song Clocks more probably in my life, but it is still cool. It's very That's fun. Fair. <laughs> yeah. So Tanner, I, I think we when we were discussing this, we were we were going to answer the question: Was the most memorable ride on Time Traveler? I think for me, it was probably the first time, and and I, and I say that because it was just such a unique experience of the the spinning and the the twirling and the zero g loops and all the fun things that come with that but i think maybe the most memorable time could be each time because it's different there there is something new and unique about the ride every single time you ride it because you're not going to be in the same orientation around the same loop every every single time you do the ride like wildfire thunderation you can vary like how the ride feels based off of where you sit it doesn't matter where you sit on time no. traveler it is going to be different 100% although i do have one caveat my favorite rides i'm not going to narrow this down to one ride because it happens more than once um it's typically about i don't know 30% of the time that this happens but there is a specific part of this ride that if you catch it right, it makes the ride better than any other time that you ride it. And that is, so there is an invert, or like, kind of an inversion, it's more of a banked turn, but basically the turn, you're banked to the outside of the turn. So basically, say you're turning right, the bank is actually pushing you left. And if you're in the car that spins you outward as you're going around this turn, so there's another part in this ride where it intentionally puts you into zero G this part. If you get banked that direction, you also go zero G and you're getting 
pulled the opposite direction. It it is crazy. Like it is one of the just the most unique feelings of anything I've ever done in my entire life. And about thirty percent of the time, you'll you'll get that. I, I don't know if that makes any sense to you at all, Reese. But like I <laughs> no, know I, get, I, that I think specific part. I think I have experienced, and I I have a memory of what you're explaining. So I'm I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. There's so here's some ride facts. I love to be facing the right direction. That is true. That is true. So here's some ride facts about Time Traveler. So it opened up March 14th, 2018. The height limit for the ride is 51 inches. So if you have any shorter members of your party who want to ride it, sorry, you got to grow a little bit more. So 51 inches is the limit for the ride. The ride is just under two minutes long, so one minute and 57 seconds per ride. And then it is a a 10-story, 90-degree drop right out of the station. Like, it launches you, and then boom, you go down. It hits a top speed of 50 miles an hour. There's a launch from 0 to 47 miles an hour in 3 seconds, and then there is a second launch from 30 miles an hour to 45 miles an hour. Miles an hour. It costs $26 million to build. It's a little over 3,000 feet long. And another interesting fact, it will not operate in temperatures below 41 degrees. So if you go while it's really, really cold, it's not going to run. It has four trains, or I'm sorry, three trains with four cars, and then riders are arranged two across, and there's like two rows for a total of 16 riders per train. So those are some just fun general facts about the ride. Um, it won one of the, the one of the best new rides in 2018 from Golden Ticket Awards. Uh, I think it's ranked currently 22nd for roller coasters in the world, again, based off of Golden Ticket Rides. And... Uh, apparently, there's an entire fictional story all surrounding the ride. So I kind of alluded to that a little bit in the the, the opening monologue of Charles Henry, who is opening up, who like inherited this clockmaker clockmaker shop, is just trying something new, trying to create this H.G. Wells style style tale of of time travel, and then um, working, doing good, and and dreaming big into it. Yeah. No, I, actually, I think the story is one of the really fun parts about it. Um, actually, so fun fact, if you go back and find the YouTube video, I believe it's still out there, of um, the grand opening for this ride, they actually dress a couple of characters up as Charles Henry and his daughter, Emmeline. Um, and so you can see kind of what they pictured them as, as looking like. Um, but this whole story, like, it is, it is really neat that Silver Dollar City decided to put a story to a ride um again kind of disney-esque it's maybe not quite that, to that degree uh, but there's definitely a backstory um and it does play well with the ride like the whole queue is kind of built that way um some of this stuff that you have like if you really want to find out the story behind charles henry you kind of have to go digging a little bit like you can go do some research you're not really just going to find it out in the queue like there's there's bits and pieces you can put together but it doesn't like just read it to you um but yeah yeah so there's, there's it, a lot cool of story. little details kind of just like hidden and like well not necessarily hidden it's like incorporated all throughout the queue and you can find some some really fascinating things like little details that they've written in or created for uh, for these characters. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So like I mentioned, this 
ride has some really interesting new features. So this is the very first ride in the category of Extreme Spinning Coasters, which was produced by Mack Rides. So it's actually a German company that manufactured this coaster. And the executives at Silver Dollar City actually spent a decent amount of time going back and forth between Southwest Missouri and a amusement park and an amusement park in Europe. And where this company did a lot of manufacturing, this kind of like went back and forth to to finesse the, the details of this ride. And one of the biggest things that makes this ride unique is magnetic braking and magnetic acceleration in a few different spots. So the the biggest thing is that they've introduced magnetic braking into the car itself so that it doesn't just free spin. So it's not just like, like I mentioned, like just like going out there spinning you like a teacup. There's a, a, a it's called magnetic eddy current braking that uses magnetic fields and ferrous metals to create a, a, if you if you think want to think of it like it's like a, a frictiony sticky magnetic field if that makes sense so if you kind of like imagine holding two magnets close to each other they pull like there there's like a there's a field that you can kind of feel that's pulling them together so it's not like there's any metal touching but when those two magnets are close to each other they create enough magnetic current between them that it slows down the metal in between so i think when they opened up the like the initial opening of the park they set it to like a 25% braking like at 25 percent power so that's a pretty significant slowdown of what the the carts could actually do so that's one aspect of magnets with the ride another big aspect which i didn't realize that they were using so much of this is so we talked about that very first opening drop that goes like 90 degrees and like 100 feet down they use magnetic braking there as well so that if they whenever they're doing the initial designing they discovered that that drop was long enough that it put too much speed on the trains and got the train spinning too fast. So it was, a, it was just a little bit too much uh, acceleration from the very, very get-go. So another spot where physics doesn't work quite like it should, there's magnetic braking on the way down. And then the two launches also uses electromagnetics to create a field that, like like a, a rail gun, basically, is what, the, the 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 roller coaster is is a a big rail gun that launches these cars uh in in incredible speed in a very very short amount of time so that's the 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 semi nerdy uh explanation of how the the trains uh, eddy current brakes work um tanner if you want to give a a, a nice a scientific detailed summary just kind of like top it off that'd be great mm, mm, yes um the scientific way to explain this phenomenon is that your car goes spinny, spinny, but in like a controlled way. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. yeah, that, that's the, it is cool. Like it's it's really cool the way that they use these magnets to control your car in a way that your vehicle is spinning, but in a intentional controlled way that makes the ride more fun for people who don't want to just spin and feel like they're going to throw up afterwards. I mean, it's, well, it's it not just that. really neat. If you're spinning at a high speed and going around corners at a high speed, there's a legitimate risk for like injury as well for like whiplash and just be, because of the spin, there's like a lot of just unknowns. And so if you start thinking about, okay, if you're spinning and you're going around a corner, like Tanner was talking about, you can get like 
slingshotted around that corner, and all of a sudden you are going a lot faster than like your actual car itself. And if there were no brakes involved, then I think there could be um, maybe some well over over rotated individuals with with many cookies <laughs> being tossed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my good, cookies would good, be one of them. Good good way to explain it. But yes, magnets. Fun, fun with magnets. Good job, Bill Nye. I appreciate you. Thank you. Science okay. rules. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so one other cool thing about this ride. So one other like kind of major feature that this ride brings in is a zero gravity roll. So these are brought into some other roller coasters elsewhere. Like you have, if you if you've done a major roller coaster, you've probably done something at least close to a complete zero gravity roll. One thing that this ride does completely unique is it does a zero gravity roll while you are also spinning. <laughs> and so uh there's a lot ex- of different directions going on and, and being pulled. It's rather disorienting, but in a good way. Yes. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. But you get to feel completely weightless while you're also turning. So it's just very, very, very cool um, and really kind of crazy. If you haven't ever experienced that feeling, when you get on this, you will know exactly when that point hits because you do not feel weight. I mean, 100% it's gone. You feel like you're just floating. It's really cool. Um, it is, is a unique experience. Yep. There is one other feature that's called an overbanked turn that is unique for this ride. So there are a couple of these around the world. Not many of them, but there are a couple. But basically, it is where you are turning and the track is actually tilted further than 90 degrees. So it's not even just upright, straight up and down. You are literally being turned upside down and then brought back. It's not a loop. It's not a corkscrew. It's an actual turn where you're going more than 90 degrees. So it's yeah, it's also pretty crazy. There are a ton of very fun things about this specific ride of Time Traveler. And we can talk as much as we want about how cool it is, how the neat things are. But if you've never ridden it, you need to go ride it. At least once, if you were of sound body and able to do it. If you have had neck surgery or if you are susceptible to very loose cookie tossing, then maybe set this one aside, give your friends a go. But if you are able-bodied, then go do it. It is a blast. Yeah, very fun. I mean, there is a reason this ride won Best Ride in the entire world in 2018. Um, like, that's pretty crazy. So. Tanner, I think it maybe got second place uh, for, for 2018. I'm pretty sure with one of the articles I was looking at said second place. So I saw first maybe. place. I Maybe feel like I'm being lied be to. It I'm is go possible. Look at if that article you found was on Wikipedia, <laughs> I might check might check the sources. Um, but I I believe it, it won second place in in 2018. But still, that's pretty cool. And and for being like one of the top 25 roller coasters in the in in the United States, um, or was that in the world? Was that top 20 in the world or 20 in the United uh, States? It's a, no, it's in the world. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a pretty cool coaster. It's it is an incredible thing to have in Southwest Missouri for sure. So there you oh, go. Oh, you're well, right. T- Fury ha! three Fury three twenty five in Carolina, North Carolina, one best coaster. Interesting. Okay. Well, there well, you go. I'm a little disappointed, but you know, hey, second place is still pretty second. cool. 
Second place is still pretty cool. Just want to make sure we're keeping all the info up to date. But mm. there you go. This there you go. Well, Tanner, I think next time we go, we're going to have to ride Time Traveler. What do you think? Yes. I always ride Time Traveler, man. There's like almost never a time that I go to the park and don't ride Time Traveler. It Except is. Except for this last weekend. Yeah, but that's because I was at the subject of other people's ideals. If Naming it's my choice, I am riding. A baby who cannot Maybe. ride little rides or big rides. Yes, that's true. But I, <laughs> I do love this ride. It is probably, like I said, I kind of go back between all four. Consistently, it's probably my second favorite roller coaster in the park. I, I just really love being torn apart by Outlaw Run. Um, but, uh, <laughs> See, Outlaw Run is my least favorite. I, I, I think I, I will definitely put Outlaw Run as my least favorite because I feel like I have to sit down and like just like focus on not dying after I get off of Outlaw Run, which for people like Tanner, that's an enjoyable experience. And oh, I know there's a, a ton of, of people who love Outlaw Run, but man, I just feel like a scrambled egg pretty much yeah. with just, yeah, but in a good way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> which we'll talk about that hopefully on an ep- another episode. Yeah, so, we'll um, we'll talk about that sometime soon. Hey, thanks for joining us today, guys. We really appreciate it. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, uh, engage with us on social media. We're at Silver Dollar Radio. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We've got a lot of good content that's out there. And if you have any fun tips or tricks, then then send them our way. If you have a thought or opinion on Time Traveler, then let us know. If you're in the same boat as me, where it's kind of fun but it's not your favorite, give me a shout out. Or if you're like Tanner and it's just you enjoy spinning around and having the world just like rotate around you and zero G's and all that fun stuff then then give him a shout out but hey we're glad you're here go enjoy yeah what's up Reese everyone knows that the world already revolves around me Uh, so I don't need time traveler to show me that and Uh, on that note we're gonna say (laughs) goodnight guys have fun go enjoy the Silver Dollar City Park see ya